Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Dense Pixels Live E3 2018. Uh, today, we are giving our reactions to the Nintendo Direct that happened earlier today. Uh, sorry we cannot do it at the time of the Direct, but we both had either adult or not adult, but fun Washington Capitals things <laughs> to do today. Uh, I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Carrie. Hello. To the surprise of nobody, Terrence not joining us for the Nintendo Direct today. Uh, even yeah, though Terrence said he would rather watch The Incredibles than come and talk video games with us. Is that what they're doing? That is yes. what they're doing. Yes, he's watching The Incredibles. Do. I'm a little mad. I would like to see The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the people to get that movie. Terrence, Terrence gets to see fucking Incredibles. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we're here to talk about Nintendo. You know right. what was incredible, though, guys? The reveal God damn of Super <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate, which we are going to save till the back half of this podcast. Uh, hello to everyone in the chat, by the way. Uh, if you guys are watching live, uh, be sure to, to uh, say hello, and we will, we will get back to you guys uh, periodically throughout the episode. So yeah, Nintendo Direct, uh, for like the fifth or sixth year in a row, Nintendo not doing a stage presentation, instead a prepackaged video presentation that they release on YouTube. And uh, this actually works well for them. I'm, I'm used to this format now. Um, I, think it's, I think it's perfect because you avoid any sort of stage awkwardness that you would normally get from these presentations, and you can make a very specific and curated uh, event. The only downside is you don't get the live crowd to, uh, to play off of. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think this is a format that works really well for Nintendo. Obviously, they do the various other Nintendo Direct presentations throughout the year. Um, having this just sort of be associated as a style that's, you know, for Nintendo, um, just, you know, it, it allows them to do the same sort of thing sort of whenever they want throughout the year without having it be like, oh, it's the big E3 thing, but in October. So I like I said, the only thing with this one um, is you can you can tell the company that's been doing this for a long time uh, when you look at this presentation. And then when you look at the square presentation by contrast, <laughs> it is uh, it is Weenix. very amateur hour. Yeah, like like a guy just learned how to use Final Cut Pro for the first time, and and he's that, putting that, it together. That presentation, like I know you guys are going to talk about it on Best of the Rest, which I am not going to be here for, but like the Squeenix presentation was almost as if like someone told a guy the night before, "Hey, we have a presentation tomorrow," and he had to like use Windows Movie Maker for the first time to string a bunch of uh <laughs> trailers together. So. And look, as a guy who has to teach himself how to do all this video editing, I, I sympathize. But I'm also right. not working for fucking Square, so that's uh, that's that. But at least that's a whole other thing. Uh, keep an eye out for the best of the rest uh, podcast episode that'll be coming to you uh, probably uh, alongside this. Um, but let's start it off. Uh, they start with showing big robot guys fighting one another for like a minute and a half without any context. Uh, this is a game called Damon X Machina. Not much information given other than this trailer, but I guess if you like robot dudes beating up other robot dudes, then... Uh, I do like robot dudes beating up other robot dudes. Uh, I'm going to need to see a little bit more as far as what this game actually is, but I thought the trailer looked neat. Yeah, it, it, sure, it certainly was long. A little bit of a weird way to get, get, get that thing jump-started. 
Um, there's also a surprise. Is, I don't. Is this a surprise carry? A Xenoblade Chronicles Two expansion that's coming out in August? Was this previously mm, announced? I didn't play Xenoblade Chronicles Two because I thought it looked like shit. Um, <laughs> it's it's been really polarizing. I think people either really like it or they're really not into it. And I'm just I wasn't. I didn't give a shit. But as far as I'm aware, um, Xenoblade had like a season pass. Um, so this is just sort of like the next entry in the season pass for Xenoblade. So, uh, they, they jump around an awful lot as Nintendo is one to do. Um, every Pokeball plus, uh, that is going to be sold is going to come with Mew captured inside of it already that you can, I guess, then import into your Pokemon. Let's go Eevee or let's go Pikachu game. Yeah, so they they only sort of like they really just like glanced over the Pokemon Let's Go games during this presentation. And I think they did that because they immediately after this uh, E3 Direct wrapped up, they spent a ton of time doing hands on gameplay with it um, at the treehouse. So I think they just wanted to be like, hey, reminder, these are a thing that are happening and then here's a quick little fun bonus if you get the Pokeball Plus. It's Mew. Neat. Yeah, actually, so. I, I do want to jump around a little bit with this. Um, there was a big sizzle reel right in the middle of the presentation that you're like, we're conditioned when we see like a sizzle reel coming to kind of look at it with one eye. Um, meanwhile, they, they showed off like 12 games in the sizzle reel, all of which are coming out this year, which included, by the way, Minecraft. Dragon Ball Fighters, Ark, Fallout Shelter, which is out now as it is. Like yeah, <laughs> it was basically like it wasn't just like an indie sizzle. It was like the third party sizzle reel. Um, and I thought it was an interesting sort of take. Part of me was like, man, it would be sort of neat if they spent like a little more time on each of these games. And then the other part of my brain is like, well, a lot of these are ports. Um, so... You know, this is basically them just going like, hey, look at all these games you already really like. Now you can play them on the Switch on the go. Look, our chat right now, like Johnny apparently already pre-ordered Dragon Ball Fighters for Switch. He pulled in a mirror, he says, pre-ordered a game that he plays on another console. Um, <laughs> because I, 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 I'm surprised they didn't make a bigger a bigger deal out of this. And by the way, the my personal game that gets me most excited in that sizzle reel Fucking Carcassonne is coming to Switch, to say, baby. As soon as, they, had, as soon as they showed that, I immediately thought of you because I know you love Yes! Carcassonne. Not because um, of Carcassonne specifically, but just because if, if they start doing all the board game at ports to the Switch, yo, <laughs> give me that shit with the controller. Uh, So just because like I, I did my own sort of write-up that I had to do for work, um, Games that were included in the sizzle reel, uh, SNK Heroines, Tag Team Frenzy, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, Arena of Valor, Minecraft, Pixar, Just Dance 2019, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, Ninjala, Carcassonne, FIFA 19, Ark Survival Evolved, Paladins, Fallout Shelter, Dark Souls Remastered, among others. Fucking da- didn't even talk about Dark Souls. Paladins. Right. <laughs> What a weird trailer to just throw in the middle of your fucking presentation. I mean, a lot of these were were games that we already knew that were coming. It was them just sort of being like, hey, casual reminder. Look (laughs) at all this cool shit hitting the system. What were you saying, Micah? You want core games? We got core games. We got core games out the ass. (laughs) But we know what you really want. 
Like they just, it felt like an obligation, right? Like it's just like, all right, here's Dragon Ball and Montpellier or whatever fucking French town this board game is named after. <laughs> and it's Fallout Shelter. And here's uh, Noah's Ark or whatever. 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 Noah's Ark. We know what you really want. Uh, speaking of indies, I got to say, um, Overcooked 2 releasing August 7th. It looks like it's going to support up to four players. Um, hype. I love Overcooked. Glad this game is coming out and smart of them to kind of use the Switch as their as their kind of front-facing platform because this console was made for this game. So very, very cool that we're getting more overcooked. Um, Killer Queen Black. So this is a game that many of you guys have never heard of and never played. But apparently at cons, this game is like all the shit. Like this, this is like a multiplayer game. And forgive me because I don't know a lot about it, but I've heard it talked about other podcasts. Apparently, you can't get to the cabinet when this game is at cons. Like it's there's like fifty people deep. People had their fucking quarters lined up like it's Street Fighter Two and it's the arcades back when we were kids. Apparently, this game's fucking awesome, and it's coming to Nintendo Switch later this year uh, with also four v four multiplayer. So keep an eye out for Killer Queen Black again. People say it's amazing. And uh, and so that's something to look forward to as well. And then fucking Hollow Knight uh, coming out. It's available right now, actually, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is a gorgeous 2D platformer, a Metroidvania-style game, so a Metroid-style game, as we like to say here <laughs> on Dense Pixels. Uh, and, and that's available to purchase right now. So Nintendo, uh, again, they one thing that uh, I think we I think none of us really thought about before the Switch came out is how much that they would leverage uh, independent games, and I think that's been arguably, aside from their first-party catalog, the, the Switch's biggest strength in the year and a half that it's been available so far. Absolutely. Um, also, God, boy, boy, does Nintendo love doing the hey, do you like this game? Does this game look cool? You can get this game right now. Like, <laughs> right now, immediately. Um, yeah, just to touch on Killer Queen Black real quick. Uh, I haven't played it, but my timeline was lighting up, um, and I've only seen it again, sort of like at conventions with just like a crowd of people around it. And I'm like, that looks neat. And then I continued drinking elsewhere. Well, because it, it's so. only it's only ever been available previously in in cabinet form. Yeah, it's an arcade game. Yeah. So, so Lacey, keep your eyes out for that one. Uh, you talked about things dropping on the platform right away <laughs> during the. Uh, during the Shut Nintendo up, Direct, uh, Fortnite is uh, the rumors were true. Fortnite is available to play, available to download for free on Switch right now, and uh, there's been a bit of a controversy stemmed up. I, I'm not really sure why, because this shouldn't be surprising news to everybody. Anybody, um, apparently, the Switch version of the game is cross-platform compatible with Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PC, and mobile, and that's it. No PlayStation 4 uh, cross-platform support. But again, I don't know why people are surprised. We saw this with Minecraft. We saw this with Rocket League. Why would you expect it to be any different now? I don't... I, I'm not surprised, but I still just sort of find it unfortunate. That, like, everyone else is sort of willing to play the game with each other, and Sony's just like, meh, no. <laughs> Well, in this, and I mean, the reason that people are even more upset in this specific instance is because apparently, if you started playing Fortnite on a PlayStation Four, you can't even migrate your account over. Like you have to start a brand new 
account on any of the other editions of the game. Yeah, that's bullshit. That part I kind of understand, but again, I mean, the benefit of being so far ahead in this console generation is you get to make the rules like this, I guess, basically at this point, and if they find it beneficial to have their platform isolated and give people a reason to come play on PlayStation 4, it's that's their right. And until people start leaving the platform, they're going to keep doing it, so... No one's going to leave the platform. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> kind of the whole the whole point. Micah is is Fortnite on the Switch finally going to get you to try this game? No, no not at all. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's it's, I'm, I'm it's way too old. It's your favorite price though. It's free ninety nine. Uh, that's something suspicious about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust free stuff. Uh, I'm, judging. I'm to throw money at anything, but uh, free stuff. <laughs> Reggie's super excited by the way. He said he couldn't wait to jump off the battle bus to play with I don't all even know what that is. <laughs> out of it I am when I come to Fortnite. Oh, Reggie Fizeme. I I I miss live Reggie. Live Reggie is more fun than than taped delayed Reggie. I I'm inclined to agree with that. Live Reggie has a tendency to um allow thoughts to reach his mouth before they are properly filtered through his brain. <laughs> before he has an editor right. come in and, and cut stuff out. Like not a good idea. He seems like a delight most of the time though. Um, he seems like uh he seems like your friend's really nice dad who is just like like he's a cool guy. You know he's a good dude. But he, he, but he, but he, and he likes to, you know, have a good time, but he's just not funny, but he really really tries, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it, it, it endears you to him. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's see here. What else we got from this direct before we get to the good stuff? Uh, Super Mario Party is a game that's releasing in October. Uh, Apparently you'll be able to link up two switches, uh, to enhance, some of the stages and some of these mini games, which is an interesting. Way I thought that, they that was off. really cool, um, and I hope that that is sort of potentially a preview as far as maybe something we'll see in uh, in future games. I don't know how, but I I think it's it opens up a a realm of possibilities that I didn't really consider with the Switch, and I think that's neat. Um, also, I really like the Mario Party games. Uh, I'm glad they're not numbering them anymore, though maybe we're just starting the true second generation, and then the one after this will be Super Mario Party 2. But who knows? I'm waiting for Super Mario Party Maker. Make your own uh, mini games. How, can, how oh, shit. Get, would that be, oh, though? Damn it. Let me mail this to myself real quick. I don't want <laughs> to lose this copyright, this fantastic idea that I could make millions from from Nintendo. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh, like it, it was cool for those who that didn't see the um, didn't see the presentation. Basically, they had two Switch consoles uh, without Joy Cons on them, laying flat on a table, uh, each with part of this one stage on it, and you can configure it so that you lay them next to each other in whatever configuration you want. And then as you start the game, you like swipe across the both of them, and it actually connects them. Uh, in the virtual world to create one large map, but a map that you can essentially kind of customize how it's laid out, which was very cool. Again, I didn't realize that that was something that could be done um, with the system, but Nintendo is always full of surprises. So uh, look forward to that coming in October. Uh, Also coming soon for the Nintendo Switch, Octopath Traveler. I heard before this presentation that they were releasing a new demo 
on June 14th. And I'm like, why the fuck would I play a demo on June 14th when the game comes out a month later? Well, apparently the progress you make in the demo will be able to be carried over to the full game. So Yeah, so I, I really liked, because they, they released the demo... A long time ago. Six months ago? Yeah, it's been a while. Like, way back. Um, and what was cool about that demo is that they took a lot of feedback that they received from players um, on that demo into consideration when when actually finishing the game um so that's neat i'm interested in playing the new demo um i'm a little bummed it's not out today uh i'm gonna have to hope that my hotel in ohio will have good enough wi-fi for me to download that so that i can play it in my off time this weekend um but yeah i Octopath Traveler, like I'm, I'm so concerned that it's going to trick me into thinking that it's a good game, like Bravely Default did. <laughs> <laughs> because Bravely Default was like, look at this neat demo. Look at these cool character designs. We have this really cool class system. Listen to this dope ass music. And then they were like, hey, what if the game was like actually fucking stupid and terrible? And <laughs> surprise, it was stupid and terrible. Um, so I didn't allow myself to pre-order the uh, collector's edition of Octopath. I'm just getting the regular game because I'm like, I'm like, this seems this seems like it could be a really cool game. But I remember Bravely Default, so I'm not I'm not doing this again, Squeenix. Uh, as me and Mike have said on this podcast before, we are 100% here for fucking Octopath Traveler. Yeah, This absolutely. is a classic-looking RPG, exactly what I wanted from Square for quite some time. Very, very cool. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, oh, uh, Carrie, you can talk about if you're excited about this new Fire Emblem that they're teasing. I'm tentatively excited about this new Fire Emblem. Um, I'm a I'm sort of an old school Fire Emblem fan. I got very into the series like the moment it was available in English in the United States. So I like the hardcore turn based tactical stuff that's, you know, in Fire Emblem, the permadeath. Big, big fan of that stuff. Um, and then, like, Awakening happened, and the rest of the world realized, oh, Fire Emblem is a thing. Maybe we should buy these games. Um, the difference, of course, with Awakening, and then, God, like, full offense, Fire Emblem Fates was fucking garbage. Um, if you like Fire Emblem Fates, I don't trust you as a person. Um <laughs> It, it leaned way too heavily into um, like the dating sim elements, and I was just not about it. Um, Evan in the chat says, uh, Fire Emblem 16, easily. Uh, female axe-wielding lord who actually wears pants, count me in. Big same. Big same. And he's also making fun of me uh, as far as I just want to see Urk come back, who is my favorite character in Fire Emblem 7. Uh, I would love to see Urk be put in Fire Emblem Heroes. That would be uh, super fucking neat. Instead, they're going to put in everyone from Fates, apparently. Can you explain to me why it's a big deal that you have armies on the battlefield? It's like the first time they've done that. Right, but is that like a thing? <sighs> I mean, I'm not sure. Um, we'll have to sort of see. I, I just, I wonder if it's like a visual thing or if by building up an army, you will have accordingly more power on the battlefield itself. I just, 
it it appears that you know what what was this called fucking three thrones three houses, three houses. um it it appears that they're sort of taking a step back into what fire emblem was before awakening happened um and i'm really about it so i think the army thing is just like a visual flourish right like it's just a from what we saw i mean it's not like they broke down how the gameplay worked in this game yet i'm sure we will see uh much more of that it wouldn't surprise me if nintendo did a fire emblem direct uh leading up to the game so all right uh, in the chat, I asked you guys what you were, ex- uh, what you're most excited about the Nintendo Showcase besides the obvious. Uh, like you said, Yvonne said F- uh, Fire Emblem easily. Uh, Amir is excited for Mario Party. Cool, I guess. Amir, I'm not a. I never was a big <laughs> Mario Party guy. Never was a big Mario Party guy. You know, because it gained popularity when I wasn't really when I was drifting away from Nintendo in that 64 and, and GameCube era. So, uh, so let's. Well, first of all, uh, they 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 went to Tagahashi, uh, the new Nintendo CEO in Japan. I got to tell you, man, you're CEO now. I understand you're trying to be humble. You're trying to be a man of the people. I need you to go out and get yourself a fly suit. Yeah, because that suit yeah. coat and shirt that you were wearing, <laughs> I'm not I'm not here for it. I need something a little bit more upscale. I need you to look a little bit more more dapper. Let's yeah, um, I need you to. I need you to take uh, to take some cues from uh, Reggie. Reggie's always a a somewhat dapper looking dad. Yeah, and you know, or at he, least he, he at buys least, suits that fits him. Thank you. At least get a suit that fits. That's that's <laughs> it. Just just a suit that fits. It it took me like three. It took me like thirty seconds of of watching him to to remember. Oh, that's the guy that's the CEO now. Of the yeah. entire company. Yeah, your suit jacket shouldn't have like folds in it. It shouldn't be. Um, yeah. Evan also says uh, he is excited for the non existent Animal Crossing that we'll never hear about until two months before release. No. A lot of people were like big mad that they did not announce a new Animal Crossing today. I mean, they have, uh, they have the iPad one right now. You know, camp campsite or whatever the fuck it's called. Hey, my my wife still uh my wife still dabbles back in that every now and then. Don't she? She does. My son loves it. Okay. He enjoy he enjoys watching her play because he like he can he can do stuff so mm. that's what he likes. All right, let us uh, let us get talking about the the reason that everyone is here today. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, they they revealed a couple of pretty major facts. Um, first of all, every fighter that's been in every previous Smash Brothers game is going to be available to play in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That includes every single guest character, like Solid Snake, uh, like Bayonetta, like Sonic the Hedgehog, Mega um, Man, Mega Pac-Man, Man, Pac-Man, Ryu, yes. Cloud. All those, all those guys, they're all back. So the game, as of right now, I do believe there's 65 announced fighters in the game, which is fucking batshit. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's bonkers. That uh, ridiculous. Also, I mean, worth noting is the fact that a lot of characters that maybe only appeared in either Melee or Brawl and were not in Smash 4 
um, are now back. So that includes like Pichu and Ice Climbers. <laughs> One of my uh, college friends uh, was uh, at the, the Caps Parade today. So fucking excited for Ice Climbers. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> They're the Ice Climbers. Anyway, and apparently they're going, despite the fact that there's 65 and probably more down the road characters that are going to be in the game at launch, you're still only going to start with the original 10, as is the way. I think that's like, I'm fine with that, honestly. Well, according to, uh, is what is Sakurai? Um, yes, Masahiro Sakurai. Yes, according to him, uh, the unlocks are going to be coming fast and furious in the game. So they said right. they, they found a fair way and a fun way to unlock new characters. Um, eight player battles are back. Uh, two new characters have been announced. Well, ta- I mean, ink, ink kids or fucking ink squids were. Yeah, the, the inklings were part of the teaser announcement yes. for it. But uh, it was cool to see them actually um, shown off as far as how they play. Um, mm. So that was neat. Um, uh, Daisy, is, Daisy is back. Uh, as I, I was this close to like wearing my my Daisy shit for this presentation, <laughs> but I'm honestly just like too worn out from the events of today <laughs> to have bothered with that. But I was close. Uh, I'll be wearing her at too many games now instead. So that's that's an. Op- but she apparently she was in, in melee previously. I didn't realize that. No, she was not in melee. Oh, she had she had a low number on the on the numbering chart. Yeah, well, so here's here's the deal: is um, Daisy is what's referred to as an Echo Fighter, um, which means she's basically a reskin of Peach, but she'll play like a little bit differently. She so has that's why different, uh, different attributes. So let's right. say Peach Peach had Peach might have higher health than Daisy, but Daisy might have more speed or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So um, they're now counting Pit and Dark Pit, basically all of the like really obvious clone characters, like Pit and Dark Pit and Martha and Lucina, are now Echo fighters of each other. In so much that their move set is just remarkably similar, but they play like eh, a skosh differently. Uh, but anyway, Daisy, my girl's finally in Smash. I'm so happy. They didn't give me Isaac, but they gave me Daisy, and I'll take it, Nintendo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no Golden Sun 4, though. Um, we're, skip- no, we're skipping ahead to biggest missed opportunities. I will continue to suffer. Uh, they also debuted uh, Ridley, of course, from Metroid as a playable <laughs> character in a reasonable size, apparently. Yo, memes are dead. Fam, all of the old gaming memes are now dead. Ridley's in Smash, and they're making a brand new Battletoads. Like... Yeah, what are what are people who think they're funny going to do when they call GameStop to prank call and say, you guys have Battletoads? And then the person on the phone says, yes, we do. Yes, actually. <laughs> now, and now you have to buy it. That's right. the rules. Dick. Uh, all, the, all Amiibo are going to be compatible with the game. <sighs> and they are also supporting the Nintendo GameCube, GameCube controller. controller. <laughs> <laughs> and they're making a new one. <laughs> Look, I understand people who think it's fucking stupid that they like will still support this goddamn controller. On the other hand, it's like their one sort of caveat to like the competitive scene where it's like everyone who plays comp for Smash Brothers uses that controller. So whatever. Like fine 
I have, I've got a few, so I have no room to talk as far as trying to dunk on people who use GameCube controllers. You know what? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Give me Rob the Robot support for Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to go supporting terrible-ass controllers from yesteryear, <laughs> then you might as well fucking throw Rob the Robot support in there. He's in the game, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Use the uh, use the marital aid that is the Nintendo 64 controller. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> See, but those will actually be floating around when that, when, that, uh, when that mini N64 comes out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, just let, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I, I, and I said, I can't wait for all the fucking, the fucking uh, Melee nerds to, on December 8th, tell us why Melee is still so much better than Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're literally getting everything from every Smash game ever, ever, ever. And you know I mean, like, they, they spent so much time in this presentation going over, like, the little quality of life changes as far as, like, how they've improved, like, dodging in air and certain characters that have like a sort of second gauge that they would need to keep track of like clouds limit break and robins um weapons and whatnot um just like melee players i'm sure will find something to complain about in that regard um but no i'm very much looking forward to super smash brothers i'm not good at fighting games Guys, I I gotta tell you, I am not good at fighters, but I enjoy Smash a lot. So, hey, I mean that's the that's the beauty with Smash. Like, you can just have fun with it. But there is a there is a game like that is deep down like it's. I mean, it's a it's a full on like it's got its own section at Evo. You know what I mean? Like it is a it is a straight up real deal fighting game. And like they went over some of the they went over some of the mechanics, like the dodging. Like you said, yeah, you can do multiple dodges, but you every time you dodge, the window of opportunity for you to take damage increases. So you can't just you know dodge, 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 and not be penalized for it. And they have uh, they have essentially a parry system in the game, um, like it, it. They have uh, and then they have their own set of specific smash, you know, rules that 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 they've just kind of altered to make this game even more competitive. Like it's this is a serious ass game, man. And I haven't played a Smash Brothers in a long time, but and I I too am not good at fighting games, but this looks like a lot of fucking fun. Now right. let me let me ask you guys this: Are you disappointed? It seems quite apparent that they are using the same engine uh, that Super Smash Brothers on the Wii U used, so they're not making a full fledged from the ground up new game. This is kind of like it, it is a step beyond the Mario Kart Deluxe. Uh, it's 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 in the Splatoon two camp, basically. It is it is a Splatoon two um, to the you know to the original. Smash Brothers, you know, Splatoon. So you disappointed that we're not getting a whole brand new from whole cloth Smash Brothers game, or are you fine with the fact that we're basically getting a a tuned up and upgraded version of Wii U Smash Brothers? I think that's fine. Um given given the amount of changes again that they made to the gameplay, the roster updates, the stage updates, um the just the sheer amount of um you know additional content. Um 
yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, and I'm looking forward to being able to play it on a handheld system that is not the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, Smash isn't my game, so uh, I'm just looking to have fun. And uh, like I said, I haven't played it in a long time, so I don't remember. It'll, it'll, it'll be new to you because it'll it is be an upgrade over Brawl, that's for sure. So Okay, hold on. Evan is saying that they are using the Unreal Engine. So it is a new engine, but they're keeping the same mechanics of the Wii U version with the updates. Okay. Okay. So. So there you go. Um, but yes, that was that was the Nintendo Direct in a nutshell. Like Carrie said, they they continue doing tons of live streaming from E3 uh, with the Nintendo Treehouse, and that's we found out a lot of, about a lot of games from that last year, like Metroid: Samus Returns and things of that nature. So definitely keep your eyes peeled on that. Um, let me throw it to you guys and ask you, what do you think? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give our our review of this presentation. Um, favorite thing, I mean, for I'm pretty sure for all of us, it's gonna be it's gonna be Smash Brothers. Um, but what what do you think? What missed opportunity do you think Nintendo might have had here? And what would you give it as a letter grade? Um. Hmm. I mean, I think there were a lot of missed opportunities. I would say the biggest missed opportunity um, that's a game that we already know they're working on that isn't just like pure speculation would probably be showing a little more development on Metroid Prime 4 um, because they showed us that title card. That was super neat. Everyone got real excited. Um, it would have been cool just to sort of, even if there's like not a ton to show, it would have been cool just something, just something on the development of that game. Cool. What's your what's your letter grade score for Nintendo? I'm going to give them a solid B because I'm like really excited about sort of everything they talked about but um i don't know it it sort of felt like it almost wasn't enough for e3 but they did give me daisy so ups ups it by a full letter grade probably that's basically it yeah (laughs) (laughs) mike michael what do you think nintendo missed out on uh for this conference um just uh like i could have i i kind of wanted this to be longer you know maybe uh I, I think they missed an opportunity of um, just talking more, getting more, getting a little more in depth on a few select titles. Uh, I saw a lot of stuff here uh, that Demon Ex Machina. Uh, I would have liked to have seen a little more on. Like I know we got a pretty lengthy trailer, but you know I would like to have seen what it's about. Um, I, I most of these games are foreign to me. Um, but I do appreciate, like, that's the thing, like Nintendo is very, it's different, right? And I appreciate these directs, um, because they are just that, like, we are, we are, we are preaching to the choir and this is what you want to see and this is what you want to hear, but I don't know. The best part of it for me was Smash and it did, Smash did everything that I wanted in an E3 presentation for a game, like maybe a little bit overkill. I mean, goddamn! They spent, they spent, they were they spent longer than a, than the average sitcom just talking about Smash, and this was, but I but I enjoyed that, and um, I, I, I 
so for me, this presentation is probably is probably like a B minus, man. Like it it um it wasn't I I enjoyed everything there. Like there was nothing there that I was like what is this bullshit Hideo Kojima nonsense? You know what I mean? Like there was none of that here. <laughs> there was none of that. There was none of the, you know, awkward presentations. Like they got these Nintendo directs down pat. Uh, and for a Nintendo direct. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a B minus for me. I would give it a B plus. You guys are both harsh creators. Um, as we found out this week, give it a B plus. It's its greatest strength is also its biggest weakness. The fact that it is so concise and that they have such a rapid clip pace and that they just it, you know they just churn through it all um, is also bad because they don't give the time to elaborate. We're going to talk later on, uh, Mike and me will about Ubisoft, and I think Ubisoft probably the perfect press event this year. Um, and what you want to see from E3. But yeah, Nintendo, as efficient as they are, um, you don't get a lot of time to stop and linger, except for Smash Brothers, which I think was a little too much. I think you could have afforded to show some of that information off in a separate Smash Brothers Direct later this year. Um, instead That's what of this was. This was a Smash Brothers Right, Direct. this was a Smash Brothers Direct with, with a <laughs> it, fucking... Yeah, it, it largely was. With the preview trailer before. But a, but a B plus, um, there was a lot of stuff here that I was that I was happy to see. I would have liked to see them feature um, some of those third-party games a little bit. I think that the one area where the Switch is still weak right now is third-party sales. I don't think they're they're weak with having games. I think they're weak with uh, showcasing those games. So I would have liked to see a little bit more time given, even though a lot of those games, like Carrie, you mentioned, are ports and are available on other consoles. It would be nice to, to have them see the spotlight with Nintendo as well. Uh, I asked you guys in the chat what you think the biggest missed opportunity was from Nintendo today. Amir says, not including Sora in Smash Brothers and not <laughs> hey, showing not more late. Pokemon. It's not too late. You might still you might still see him. Can you can you even imagine how fucking bonkers it would be if Sora showed up in Smash? Yeah, hint, I know hint, someone hint, who's hint, I believe is still a... watching because she poked her head in the chat earlier, um, who would be uh, probably beside herself if they put Sora and Smash Brothers. Um, also, again on the Pokemon, they talked a lot about it after the after the like main presentation. So right, but that also got a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but yeah, I, I people would be happy if Sora's in there smashing people in the head with his fucking key pole. Key pole. Key pole. <laughs> Look, there's there's not a sharp I'm not even edge. Correct you. On no, the thing. I don't. I don't care. There's enough. not a sharp edge on there. It's a key I, pole. It's a blunt object. God damn it. Um. <laughs> Johnny says, no F-Zero or Star Fox, kind of, even though that was heavily implied recently. Yeah, that retro, that supposed retro games leak didn't really bear any fruit yet um, that I've seen. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, EB Gamer says, would have liked to see the 2019 Pokemon RPG in a new Star Fox game. Yeah, I don't think you see in, uh, I don't think you see in anything about that Pokemon RPG until Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Um, yeah, I mean, release. I think the the 2019 Pokemon game probably isn't even going to be announced in full until this time next year for like a holiday release. Um, so just just take solace in the fact that they are developing a another like core series Pokemon RPG yep. and yeah. that it's on the way eventually. But cool. But yeah, so that was Nintendo. Um for the direct, um, again, they'll have a lot more announcements over the course of the week that you should stay tuned to. Uh, but that is it for us. Um, if you guys have not been following our other stuff, 
Uh, we've already done reviews for Microsoft. We've done reviews for Sony. We're going to have a review up for Ubisoft EA, uh, Square, and Bethesda as well. Um, so check your podcast feed for that. Go to youtube.com slash pixels. You can watch them there as well. We compiled everything into a nice, handy E3 2018 playlist. So if you've missed any of our coverage this week, definitely swing back, check it out. Uh, it's a pretty good time had by all. Um, thank you guys very much in the chat for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, and thank you guys very much for watching this. And we will see you for more from E3 2018. Take it easy. Thanks, see guys. You.